Welcome to episode 64 of Kapowcast. That's five away from 69. Oh, it is. Oh, That's going to be a dirty show. If you can't tell, thank God I'm not flying solo this week. <laughs> Joining me today is Mr. Tony Vance. Hello. And from Flask Action Heroes, Jeff Jefferson. Hey, guys. I'm so glad you guys are back. <laughs> Feels good to be back. It was terrible. You did great. I thought to myself, what could be the most horrifying thing to do for a Halloween episode? <laughs> and I said to myself, I got it. I'll do an episode by myself. You should have just had an episode where you like you talk in different voices and have a... Uh... Oh, my God, yeah. It was so awkward. Like, uh, I, There's a podcast or so I've, I've listened to, a couple that... Where the person talks by themselves, it's just them, mm-hmm. and I have like more respect for them after doing that because it's like, it, it's weird. Like, thank God nobody was home. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you just I, uh, talking to yourself down here? It's, I, I haven't. Listened Mom, to it's it. a, it's a podcast. Said you haven't listened to it. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but what I imagine is like you like talking about one thing and then like stopping and then just you just hear. Well, thankfully, those so, uh, yeah. those finger taps I was able to edit out. <laughs> so, like, anytime I... You got eight compressors on your voice. <laughs> anytime I, uh, I like, stumbled over my words or lost train of thought, uh-huh. which happened a lot, I just edited it out so I it seemed listen. to be a little some, bit more coherent. In some ways, it, it could be easier to edit for one person, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't got the rumble in the Bronx of us two to <laughs> fuck everything up. Starring Jackie Chan. <laughs> Before the tuxedo. <laughs> um, uh, and there we go. That'll be edited out. <laughs> uh, how have you guys been? Busy. I am well. Uh, same old, same old, I guess. October just kind of disappeared. Didn't like, it just? October it was, is gone. November is here. We're, yeah. we're like in the middle of November, practically. We're, we're winding down to the end of the year. Uh, and what a fun year it's been. Speak but we're not yourself. slowing down. <laughs> we're not slowing down. Hell no. Uh, we're today only, we're, we're going. Only ga- we're only gathering steam. <laughs> today we're going to review Porky Pig over here. <laughs> Doctor Strange, uh, the 14th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 14. First, I must get your guys' opinion. Almost legal. <laughs> uh, did either of you guys watch the new Wonder Woman trailer? I did. I actually was lucky enough. I watched it when it uh, premiered online. But then I was also lucky enough when we went to go see Doctor Strange that it was on the reel. So oh, got, it wasn't on mine. I got to see it in the like uh, what what is their uh, epic mm-hmm. screen, which was fan fucking fantastic. <laughs> see, we went to the we went to the epic screening, and we had Guardians too, and we had Logan. That's what mm-hmm. we had. I we I, we had those two too. But we didn't have Wonder Woman. I was kind of bummed. Instead, we had Triple X. Hell yeah. We, motherfucker, we had Triple X, too. I was like, ah! what's, what's really funny is after we seen that trailer, I leaned over to Janelle, and I was like, is it just me? Or is, like, Van Diesel kind of washed up? <laughs> like, the only role he's getting is, like, repeat roles. Like, okay, you hey, played Triple X before. He was the witch hunter. And he's Groot. <laughs> oh, he is Groot. He's a, good, he's a surprisingly good voice actor, because he was also the Iron Giant. It's true, he was. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, what did you think of the Wonder Woman trailer? I loved it. Like, uh, I I thought it was really cool, and uh, it was it was it was well action packed. It didn't really give a lot away, but it got me excited for the movie. But then when the when the trailer's over, I I go wait a second. This is DC. I'm not gonna get excited. <laughs> Does um, it? But feel like it might be in like a new direction 
for DC. Like, maybe, like, it's hard to say because... Suicide Squad felt like a new direction. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it was a new direction for her. Like, it was the same old, like, butchered um, post, like, edit that Dawn of Justice was. It was kind of just, like, I was really excited for it. And then the way they edited it and put it together, it felt just kind of lackluster. And I fear that it's going to happen with this. And I don't know if you... Did you see the the thing? It was kind of clickbait-worthy, posted by a certain um, dot-com that we all follow, (laughs) where they said they were having problems with the the Batman script being bad, but Warner I, I Brothers s- executives don't give a shit. Oh, actually, uh, I did see that, and there was a follow-up to that. Was there? Where the person who said that basically went Mysteriously back. Mysteriously died. <laughs> he basically went back on his word and said, like, listen, no, that's, you know, because it was the <laughs> screenwriter from American Psycho yeah. that said it. And um, I'm actually going to pull it up here. And a lot of people were saying it did seem a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Collider, which is a... a Big, reputable uh, movie YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, There's a gentleman over there that tweeted, uh, and, and they've been pretty right about a lot of things. They're, they're, they're not one of these sites or things that, like, just report anything. Uh, they're, they're pretty reputable. Uh, and he had done a tweet, uh, John Campiata, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He did a tweet stating, uh, so I heard somebody said that they heard something from somebody <laughs> that that person said the Batman script was bad. Yeah, don't buy it. <laughs> And I was like, I guess, yeah, that's... Okay. Um, <laughs> I Don't get me wrong. I hold out great hope for these movies, and I want them to be really good. It's just, when you strike out twice with me, I'm waiting for the third strike to come <laughs> around. And I want to be wrong. Trust me. I do want to be wrong. You know, I did like Suicide Squad, but yeah. Um, I don't hold out any hopes for any DC movies right now, like... I'm not going to say that there's no chance they'll be good, but uh, I'm not going to be like... I'm going to be prepared for disappointment. Side note, um, that score, that Wonder Woman score from Dawn of Justice, yeah. when that hits at the end of the trailer, it gave me chills. <laughs> like yeah. that, that is a phenomenal score. Um, I've seen some people already, already criticizing Gail Godot's acting, saying that she's coming off still very flat or robotic. Um, she's an Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's made of clay, damn they're, it. They're they're not what they're not socially like is it, yeah seeing like the it. acting just isn't quite like, I didn't see any problem with it. No, I didn't know English didn't isn't even her first language, is no, it? No, it's not. Um But to to go into the Batman thing you were talking about, uh the same gentleman, uh the writer for American Psycho went on to go say <laughs> Uh, I know no one involved with the Batman movie, and I didn't realize that my comments would make it into the ringer piece, or else I wouldn't have said it. Uh, I have no idea what the Batman script is like, and I regret that it came off as if I was disparaging the project. Another reason to be careful giving interviews. Yeah, hmm. yeah, you can't, you get, I mean, I don't, it seems like every week there's, there's something that goes out on the internet from an interview that's taken out of context. Purposefully, to, yeah, to 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 make it look like you're you're saying negative crap about a upcoming movie. Well, and to to go a little bit further into the DC realm of things, uh, the Flash movie also lost its director. Yes, mm-hmm. I've seen that. Which this is not the first time somebody's left the Flash project. The writers left. Uh, I think they had somebody else lined up for directing, or and I think they left. 
Yeah, not a. I'm just gonna not s- a fortuitous sign. I'm just gonna say that uh, I, I read something a while back that there's an actual line of directors for the Flash uh, TV show wanting to direct. So just saying, Eric got one right. Why? <laughs> why? 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 A lot of people leaving projects and citing like creative differences and. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like uh, Deadpool. Tim Miller leaving. Yeah, uh, that was a heartbreaking that was a big one. The composer also left mm-hmm. for Deadpool. What? How did he get into creative differences about the score? I don't know if it was creative differences <laughs> okay, or I was gonna say something of. We which... need to be more punchy, like maybe like a dubstep feel to it, or <laughs> more wham. <laughs> I can't work under these conditions. Uh, so it's still. The score is so mediocre for Deadpool too. Well, yeah, I mean, I would, I would I can't really disagree, remember. but I don't remember it. It's uh, it's very, like I said, it's very mediocre. Yeah. I, I have, um, I have the soundtrack, uh, and they actually combined the score with the soundtrack, and literally all of the scores, it's just kind of like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing really rememberable about those. Um, no Wonder Woman score. Yeah. No, that Wonder Woman score is phenomenal, and I, I'm very pumped for it. I want this movie to do good for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. I want it to do good because it's a DC movie. I want it to do good because it's Wonder Woman. It's our first female-led superhero movie. Except for Catwoman. Um, <laughs> how can we forget that? <laughs> the basketball scene. That's right. Um, I literally have forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're right to do so. Yeah, I drank myself out of it. <laughs> I'll always be here to remind you. <laughs> the um, the Wonder Woman trailer, I got even more excited, but it's it, I'm kind of in the same boat as, as you, Tony. Where I'm I'm excited, but I'm reserved. Yeah, I'm like I don't know because I don't want to <sighs> live in this world where I can't get excited over a comic book movie. <laughs> yeah, you just every time you're you're hoping this is going to be the one that, but mm-hmm. it's you know, have they restructured enough to? I honestly, I feel like from what we've read and what we've seen, the movie, the movie that'll change our minds about DC movies will be the Batman. Why? Because we got a guy that's passionate about the material and then we have a guy that's the head of DC, possibly somebody who saved DC with uh, the whole... New 52 wave and his writing beforehand with the Green Lanterns and all this other shit, um, working side by side to write the scripts. Mm-hmm. And I think that will definitely drive it home. I mean, I know Jeff Johns is, is really into, what the fuck are you doing over there? Nothing. Continue. <laughs> he's, he's really, he he's very passionate about, everything DC like he wants to see all this kind of come to life and just be wowzers and big bang she still hasn't we still haven't seen if he can be the the Kevin Feige of right the Kevin feed of not Feige that's Paul (laughs) I got you he can be that you know for DC we still don't know because even when they were filming Wonder Woman and to a degree uh, Donna, or not Donna Justice, but Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's still there's. It seems like they're still trying to to gain ground. They're still trying to figure find mm-hmm. their footing out. And I don't know if we're going to see any real change until after Justice League, like you said, with 
the Batman because it's kind of like the same thing with the X-Men movies where Deadpool was great and then we got Apocalypse and now Logan looks to be great and Logan's like that first post-Deadpool yeah. X-Men movie. You know, X-Men Apocalypse is already being made. So I don't know if we will see that change in these next movies, but it's weird. I feel almost obligated to go and see them <laughs> because I want the franchise to continue. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what uh, sucks. If the franchise isn't good, I'll stop watching the movies. Like, um, the trailer for Justice League never really excited me that much. It just it has, like, a really formulaic, like, Ocean's Eleven caper movie vibe to it. But I realize it's just a trailer, so... I want to go back and I want to watch the Avenger, the first Avengers trailer and see how that was. Because I literally, I can't remember, I can't really remember... I don't remember the trailer. It had Nine Inch Nails playing in it. <laughs> Did it? Which song? Uh, the one where it's like, we're in this together now. Wow, really? Wow, huh. I'll have to check that out. Or was it Nine Inch Nails? Uh, oh, uh, no, it was Limp Bizkit. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Wait, was it? No. <laughs> no, it was, nine, it was Nine Inch Nails, I believe. But uh, Either way, I want to see if they had the, like, yeah. the same feel where it was like that Ocean's Eleven feel where it's like, I need to build a team. I think it did. Did it? Because there's the shot of Captain America walking up to his suit. And that's the only thing I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> but it might have. Um, speaking of Marvel, let's get to the... The meat and bones. The meat and potatoes. The magical as we meat always call and potatoes. It. Um, this week, the 14th entry, 14th Marvel Studios film came out. Doctor Strange starring Benedict Eggs Benedict. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, um, Tilda Swinton, Rachel McAdams. Um, a movie I was actually not that excited about. Like, it was weird. As the movie got closer, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's coming out. Like, it's weird. It, I didn't have the same feeling I had when, like, Ant-Man was coming out. Or when, like, Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out. It was just kind of there. Hmm. I was actually pretty excited for it. I've, I've been a big fan of uh, Doctor Strange, mainly through his, uh, you know, the group stuff, like uh, Infinity Gauntlet and other stuff. Like, I haven't really read many much of his solo stuff, but the uh, crossover stuff, he's always been a big heavy hitter and, like, a respected figure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the magic guy in Marvel, as opposed to DC, where there's like 17 magic guys you normally pick from, like, you know, the Phantom Stranger or Zatanna or, you know, just Dr. Fate, you know, like, take your pick. Um, to me, Dr. Strange always seemed like a very obscure, like, C-list, D-list type character. Whoa! Hey, I said it. <laughs> I'm not going back on it. He, he never seemed like, you know, the type of character to carry his own thing. He always, anytime I had ever seen Doctor Strange, he was always dealing with other characters. Mm-hmm. He was always like with Spider-Man or, you know, part of the Illuminati, something like that. He it was never a character I was too interested in his solo adventures. You get what I'm saying? I can see what you're saying. You were never really drawn toward him? Yeah. I can, I can understand that. I mean, I was never really drawn toward him, toward him either. I didn't have any quarrels with him when, he, when he'd show up in, like, big events, like like Jeff said. And, like, that was pretty much the only time I ever encountered him. And from I from what I remember when I would read, and he would be in these uh, battles alongside the Avengers and Spidey and all, all, all the numero unos, um, 
I always thought that he was really cool. I just I never got into him. There was... He always he, to me he always kind of faded in the background a little bit. Literally. Because <laughs> he could teleport. I was um, I was excited for this movie because it, it brought uh what I felt was a new element to the Marvel series. It does. Mm-hmm. Like a completely different world almost. And also too, I'm uh I'm gonna go on record. I mean, I don't hate him, but I'm not like one of the people that's like head over heels like all about Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, I, I, I think he's okay. I, I mean, I've seen some stuff he's in. I, I liked some of his work, but you know, I was just like, he's, he's not like a Paul Rudd to me. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really understand the appeal either. Like, I mean, you think he's a good actor? His American accent is a uh, sounds a lot like uh, Hugh Laurie's in. He does. He does <laughs> sound like Hugh Laurie. When I saw the first trailer. The first teaser trailer, I was like, is that House? Yeah, and his character is almost identical to House yes. up until the uh, car accident, too. And then after the car accident, because it's like the broken genius doctor yeah. that, you know, is self-pitying. I'm like, wow, they're really drawing heavily on a house mm-hmm. for this. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand the appeal. Um, so I... I Regardless, and and this is a testament to the power of Marvel. <laughs> the I just said how I, I mean, of Marvel. Know, <laughs> I wasn't. That, I'm not that crazy about uh, the Doctor Strange character or uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, but yet I was still like, I gotta fucking see this movie opening day. <laughs> well, I knows? have to see it this weekend. Who knows how it's gonna tie in with the other movies? Well, exactly. Like it's already. It's it's they've conditioned us. Yeah. <laughs> We have oh, to yeah. see this shit, oh, and I'm yeah, like, we, oh my we god! Dr- we drank the Kool Aid long ago, and I'm I'm not a you know I'm not gonna lie. I liked it. I really liked it. It was a fun movie. It, um, I'm not sure how faithful it was to the, to the overall character of Doctor Strange. I mean, I know uh, some people feel like he was a little too quippy. I I do feel he was way too quippy. I thought they. Uh, does anybody actually know the origin of it though? Like, because like we're we're dealing with an origin. And everything I've read, it's been years after origin. Well, um, where the, the character growth has already happened. In the original comics, he uh, was uh, supposed to be uh, Asian. Really? Well, it's contested, but he was definitely drawn in a, a very stereotypical Asian style. Oh. And uh, but the it follows his career, like his uh, life, pretty faithfully. Like the origin story, pretty faithfully. The origin story, I don't know how well. It's been explored because, you know, like I said, I've only read his tie-ins. But um, it followed it pretty well from what I could tell from, like, you know, normally his origin is explained in, like, one paragraph. And uh, after that, there was just pretty much, it kind of went into, like, the whole Men in Black-ish, you know, initiation, mm-hmm. and you know, which a lot of people complained and they said it was formulaic. People compared it to Iron Man, which I guess I could it- see. Well, I mean, when you have a movie that's starting off a franchise, like I don't see how people can be mad when it's an origin story, because it's not just going to start off the bat like up oh, and he's Doctor Strange. Well, I mean, because I think it's not like Spider Man where yeah, they, everybody knows his origin. Yeah, I th- it's a much more obscure character. You need that, and even if the audience doesn't know it, the audience needs that mm-hmm. to buy into the world, to buy into what's happening. Mm-hmm. You can't just start off like, and he has fucking magic powers. (laughs) And his cloak is alive. I thought it was really, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it was very interesting to follow a character that kind of 
looked at the whole magic deal uh, as mumbo jumbo because yeah. that's like ninety nine percent of the movie going uh, audience is like this is fucking magic shit. <laughs> this is stupid, and you're following this character that like just doesn't believe in this crap, and he he just wants to fix his hands and become the doctor that he was, and you almost start buying the ma- the whole magic deal because he starts like experiencing mm-hmm. it and buying the magic deal Almost. and it kind of huh i bought a bunch of power crystals and got a bunch <laughs> of holistic medicine right afterwards <laughs> i thought it was fantastic the, they they did so many like uh, for me it was it was cool cuz like they did new things with this like in a movie there's always that that one battle before the final battle where the hero fails and then the hero has to pick himself back up and find his inner strength and go forth. But it was almost like that battle, like in this weird way, tied into the final battle. Like it Mm -hmm. didn't feel like there was any rest area where like he kind of came back and was reserved. It was kind of like that fail battle. Then he realized, no, wait, like if, if we don't do something now, we're screwed. Mm -hmm. Um, and another lovely thing was that, uh, Rachel McAdams, <laughs> not not for the fact that you know she was in it, but she was she was great. But uh, I was scared at the part um, where he gets stabbed and he goes to her to basically save his life. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh crap! Like you left the portal open. Uh, the jabroni weird eyed man is gonna <laughs> come through it. See his that name, his name is Hannibal. Thank you very much. <laughs> Come through it, and he's going to see that you love Rachel McAdams' character. And, and take her hostage. Take her hostage. And it didn't happen. And I was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for not <laughs> having this damsel in it, distress, Natalie Portman bullshit. It, yeah, it had, as you said, some people said it was formulaic, but it also had new wrinkles to make it not feel as formulaic or as uh, tired. As a lot of origin stories tend to mm-hmm. tend to feel, um, and another great thing that I, I liked about the movie is, for once, you they kind of did touch into a little bit of the villain's motivation. Uh huh. You know, it wasn't just I'm evil and I'm doing evil <laughs> things. Yeah. He actually had a cause and a reason where you're actually kind of like, oh, I well, that makes I sense. Kind of understand where he's coming and from a little bit know, here. We're not so different, you and I. Um. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like, you know, a, a Heath Ledger Joker villain. No. But he was still, it was a little, it was a step in the right direction for Marvel because Marvel, the, their weakest point right now for their movies is their villains. Yes. We've said that, you know, time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they've also pretty, laid a, was that? They're normally very one-dimensional. Yeah. And then they just killed them. And they've, and they've uh they've laid a lot of groundwork for Mordo. Uh-huh. Um which I'm really interested to see where that ends up going. Because <laughs> they've sh- kind of started showing now his descent and mm-hmm. you know to fast yeah. forward if you stick around to the post credits he's now of this mindset that there's too many sorcerers in the world and he needs to start extinguishing un- un- cleaning up the town. That's right. <laughs> um <coughs> How'd you guys like uh, Tilda Swinton as oh. the ancient one? <laughs> Loved her. Thought she was fantastic. I I didn't I didn't have any doubts with uh, going in because um, 
I don't know if you guys remember the movie Constantine. Oh, I loved her Vaguely. that as uh, Gabriel. Yes, she yeah, she very was much fantastic shown. as Gabriel, and very, I was like, I loved how she looked like uh, David Bowie too. <laughs> and I was, I was kind of like, you know what? Like, she did a damn good job as Gabriel. I'm pretty goddamn sure she's gonna do good as the ancient one, yep. even with all the humble bumble and shit. Uh, surrounding that old ordeal. Well, I mean, um, they complain about a race lift, like whitewashing the character of the Ancient One. I mean, they shuffle around races for characters all the time in Marvel movies. Baron Mordo was white originally. Yeah. And then um, there's other characters that, like, Nick Fury, he was originally white. And then they went with the Ultimate version, who happened to look exactly like uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really don't... I mean, they go by acting ability. They don't just... Say, well, this character would be better if it was white. Well, what about Van Forstick? Oh, that's true. They see past the the skin, <laughs> if you will. That's um, right. They don't, let yeah, appear- I, they don't let appearances deceive. I think um, I think she did really good. I was... Uh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> uh, this episode will say spoilers in the title. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like I kind of got my groundwork covered there. Very good. Um, but I, I did not expect her to die. I, th- I thought she would. There I, had to be a catalyst. That's right. I didn't think uh, an actor like that would be a uh, contracted. In being, yeah, be interested in being chained to a franchise. Good point. Yeah, that is a solid point there. But <laughs> um, we need to address it. But the fucking visuals. Oh, oh goodness! Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I know I'll probably be alone in saying this, but I think I'm going to go see it a second time in 3D. <laughs> They've actually be- said that this is a movie that is oh. strongly recommended. I, unfortunately, sure. I can't go see it in 3D. I get really bad headaches. I wear glasses, and putting glasses on top of glasses it is doesn't work. not the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> um, I, I definitely will be seeing it, just because, like, like you said, the visuals were just jaw-dropping. The, uh, it was like, wow. The opening chase scene. We are yep. like, the buildings. Yeah. Like, I was just, like, sitting in my seat. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. It took Inception and just, like, amped it up like yeah, a yeah. thousand. Um, there was somebody that was, somebody told me <laughs> at, at my job, they had listened to a review of it on their way to work Friday morning, and the person said that it was, uh, and I apologize for not remembering who said it, but they basically said it was, like, Inception, and Harry Potter <laughs> had a baby. <laughs> And that baby did LSD. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely see, uh, like, psychoactive uh, visuals, like yeah. fractals. And uh, and I love how it was, like, uh, when he goes into other realms, like, very reminiscent of, like, the old comic book style. Oh, yes. A lot of, of Like, Ditko Kirby. and Kirby. Uh-huh. Ditko uh-huh. and Kirby, exactly. Yep. Very, very inspired. And it was just like, ah. Uh. And it was just so trippy. Yeah. To see all when that. He stares like, at his hand and it turns into his fingertips. Oh my Holy oh, crap. <laughs> that, I, thought I, I thought I was on something. <laughs> I thought someone slipped me a Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, I was like tripping balls and I didn't even have anything to drink during the movie. So I was really confused. Um, do you think, now there's been some speculation that with the attitude that Dr. Strange had in this and, and, Many people saying he kind of comes off very uh, Tony Stark-ish. I could see that. Some people think they're maybe grooming him to be the next Iron Man. Mm. Not literally, but <laughs> for him to kind of take on that role of the face of the franchise, the right. face of the, the MCU. 
I, uh, I think it, that that's too preliminary, but I could see it as a possibility. I think it's funny that you brought this up because I was watching it and I felt uh, with his cockiness at the beginning and all that, it kind of made Tony Stark just look like a, just a goody two shoes. <laughs> like he was, he was way more cocky than Tony Stark ever was. Very, very arrogant. And it was, oh my God, it was just kind of like, self-absorbed. I, I, yeah, I was like, I want to slap you. <laughs> And it, it it was funny because I never thought I'd see a character that could like outstorm in that category over Tony Stark, and I was just like, <laughs> "Wow, like this guy, I literally just like want to stick my nose up and be like, smell you." <laughs> <laughs> um, as, as for if he's gonna be like you know the next face of the MCU, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I feel like that's a it's a good bet because I well. Let's cut to the chase. Girls go gaga over that guy. And he's, like, and he's younger than most of the uh, franchise's uh, right. head roster guys. Um, but I think it's too soon to tell to if if that's going to happen or not. Um, I, don't, I don't know if Doctor Strange could be the, that character. I'm sure they could just make him that character. Would we, yeah, we probably would buy it. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, they've already confirmed he is going to be in Infinity yeah. War. Um, and probably the next uh, Thor movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, what did you guys think of that? Because I loved it. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> awesome. It was, so they had the post credit scene when it went black and then you hear Thor talking. Uh-huh. Like me and Stephanie are sitting there. And I'm sure there was other people in the theater, but we, we didn't hear them. <laughs> but we just sat there. We were like, huh. And then they, when they finally show Thor's face, everyone's like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you didn't fucking know it was him? You didn't. You couldn't recognize his voice when, he, when, when that happened. You hear you hear him talking to Black. I was like, "My man." <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting though. I, I just read like uh, interesting article on this. I read I read and watched a bunch of things, which I'll get into. But uh, there's some speculation that Doctor Strange wasn't actually talking to Thor; that it was actually Loki. Loki. Oh, possible. Oh man! Because they, they said like uh, you know he he wasn't people think he was felt like he wasn't really acting like Thor. Mm-hmm. Okay, but and wouldn't, also wouldn't, the, wouldn't the, his cloak know though? Probably oh. detect danger. Um, that's if Loki was threatening. Threatening. Well, if he's threatening to put him in a trap, maybe he's not. Maybe he's just trying to use him. I can easily, though, point, like, a, a big hole in this logic of people thinking that. Because the, the main thing that someone was driving at was that, you know, at the end, you know, as of Age of Ultron, Thor still thinks that Odin's on the throne and still thinks Loki's dead. So, you know, why would he be looking for Odin mm-hmm. or whatever on Earth or whatever? But I've already seen set pictures uh-huh. of Thor and Loki on Earth in, like, normal clothes. <laughs> Which is really funny. Uh, Janelle actually made a pretty good point about this when we got done. She goes, you know, seeing that post-credits, uh, or pre-credits, I think it was, uh, scene with Thor, she goes, I'm pretty sure that those leaked photographs of on-set stuff from Thor were leaked on purpose because they knew you were going to see them in Doctor Strange. Yeah, because there was already a thing where people like saw, they're like, oh, look, because uh, he had like the address... Of Doctor Strange Sanctum Sortorium. Uh, oh yeah, holding it, and uh, so people are already like, "Oh, is is Doctor Strange going to appear?" I don't know how oh. big of a role he's going to play in it. I heard um, he's actually the star in it. 
<laughs> Doctor Strange in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I did like how he has the gloves now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I noticed that. Um, which which told me right away, like, oh, okay, this is definitely from Thor. That was a scene that was directed by the director of Thor too. So oh, I was oh, like, really? okay, so this is actually it's it's another uh, Captain America sort of thing. Right. Yep. Captain yeah. America Avengers. Yeah. Will return. Ant Man. Ant Man. Yes. That's what it was. Ant Man when it had the uh, scene with Falcon and Captain America and Bucky. Uh huh. And it was actually a part from Civil War. Um, the one, the other big reveal from the movie is the Eye of Agamotto. Yep. It's yeah. actually an Infinity Stone. Yep. It is the Time Stone. Weird choice. Five down. Mm-hmm. One more to go. There was rumor we were going to get both of them in this movie, but it didn't happen. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I would have figured. Um, I was waiting for it. They haven't revealed the Soul Stone yet, right? No, nope, that's the. Other I would have figured that would have been the stone that would be the Eye of. Uh... Well, they're definitely holding off on that one because I think of all the stones, that is the most powerful. Uh, normally, except for the power stone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> because it can literally like. You know, suck your soul out of your body. Yeah, and it can uh, right bring back soul, souls living or dead, uh-huh. and it has like a, inf- it has a ton of different abilities, an infinity mm-hmm. of abilities. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was funny when we were driving our way back to the movie. Stephanie, she wanted to know more about the Infinity Stone, so I pulled them up, and she, she I was like, "I gotta say, so I, I pulled over, and uh, <laughs> and I, I was like, so what do you, you know." She wanted to know more about the Soul Stone, so I, I read about all the things the Soul Stone does. And she's like, and that's part of the Infinity Gauntlet? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she was like, and he's going to have all of them? <laughs> yeah, he's like, going to be pretty strong. And she was like, well, what the hell? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's you a know, pretty fucking time, space, you know, like... Reality. Reality, that's a pretty big one, too. Power, it's the concept be, of power. Man, it's going to be crazy. Like, I don't um, even know what's going to happen. Yeah, like, how, like, I'm really trying to wrap my mind about how they're going to make this look. I've, I've, <laughs> I, I've read both the Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War, oh. and there is some crap that happens in oh, those yeah. books. That is just gonna like if I if I'd sit back and go, God, if they do that in the movies, <laughs> it is just gonna be a complete mind fuck. Oh yeah. You should um, read um Infinity Crusade too, that's a good one. Infinity Crusade. That's the one with the uh, other alter ego of Adam Warlock, his uh his female dude. Oh yep. okay. The goddess. So interesting like we're talking about the soul gem and the time gem being in the movie, which was awesome. I really loved how that worked. How he just kind of would move his hand uh-huh. and it would uh-huh. rewind things, or he could, you know, go back. Uh, have you guys? Because we love our crazy fan theories. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard of the Thanos theory? Yes. For the Infinity Stones. What is that? So, this is actually has been a theory since before Doctor Strange, before he even knew the Time Stone was going to be in Doctor Strange. And the theory being that. The objects housing the Infinity Stones spell out Thanos. Oh, wait. So I think the I've Tesseract has the Space Gem. That would be the T. <laughs> the H we don't know. A is the Reality Gem, which is the Ether. The Aether. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, the Time Gem, which at this time we didn't know at the time of this article that I'm reading. Uh-huh. O would be the orb from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. And then S would be the scepter. 
Uh-huh. And now people are saying, okay, the N, that's the time zone, the, the necklace, the, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like they're uh, reaching a bit. Little bit. Like, they kind of had me. Up and then and, with the N, yeah. with the necklace, then I'm like, okay. Necklace. <laughs> uh, and so that leads to people like trying to theorize <laughs> where the soul gem is going to come from. Uh-huh. This is where it gets weird. People think that Heimendahl actually has the soul gem. Yeah, oh, I saw that. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Because in the first story, he says he sees all the souls of the universe. Yeah. And people think because of his eyes glowing, they hair like, like an orangish color. Oh, that would explain why another... Uh... That's why his eyes are white in Age of Ultron um, Thor has that vision where Heimdall's eyes are mm-hmm. white I'm so just yeah. I'm feeding oh, into the chaos right now yeah so that would be and that would be the H wow I hope not because I really liked Heimdall <laughs> he's probably like one of my favorite characters but he's like another one of those actors I think uh, I just was getting so big I think him having such a background part uh-huh. in such a grand movie like th- it's such a waste yeah, that happens a lot in marvel movies I, I i get what you're saying but i don't think he has a problem with that like i think he just like all well, around just enjoys and playing he, the character he's really busy with the uh, dark tower yeah the dark tower movie, yeah there's that um which just got held back sadly <laughs> So this also brings up, you know, thinking of the Soul Gem. What movie is it going to pop up in next? Ragnarok. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not. They've already said it's. Uh, they've already stated there's no Infinity Gems or, or Thanos or anything like that in Guardians Two. Mm-hmm. It sure as hell isn't going to pop up in Spider Man Homecoming. What? You never know, but most likely not. It could be Parker's web shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot sticky That's souls. The S. S stands for shooter. <laughs> we already have the S. It's the scepter. Oh. Maybe that's the T for the scepter. <laughs> um, so that leaves, yes, Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. And I think of the two, Thor Ragnarok has Mo- the most yes. potential. Especially because they've gone on to say that Thor Ragnarok is the most important movie of the Phase 3 I shouldn't say most important, but has the most going Infinity. into the most Infinity gravity. War. The going, most gravity, yeah, going into Infinity War. It's it's going to impact everything a lot. They're really trying to uh, shift a lot of. Uh... It'll be the first Thor movie you two like. <laughs> I, I, I like the Thor first one. <laughs> I enjoyed them both. They both had an alien. I'll have you know. I'll have you know that even though Thor or Thor uh, the Dark World is probably my one of my least favorite Marvel movies, I do still like it. But it is in fact the the most poorly reviewed one on Rotten Tomatoes. I can believe it. Wait, I mean, it's worse than the Incredible Hulk. Yes. Or, what? Yeah. <laughs> that movie wasn't very good. I think uh, Dark World has a sixty six, but it was and early on. Incredible Hulk has a sixty seven. Wow, I yeah. I liked it a lot better than uh, the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, if you really think about it, it's really bizarre to think because, so, leading into Infinity War, we have, next year we have Guardians, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man, then Thor in November, then Black Panther in February Mm -hmm. of 2018, and then bam, Infinity War in May. Bam! (laughs) Wow. Yeah, we're almost there. It's kind of exciting. Is that... May of 2018 that's coming yeah. out? Yeah. Man. And if you think, like, 
every time I think about like all the characters that you got, Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, all the Guardians, Doctor Strange, possibly Ant Man, <laughs> uh, Spider Man, Falcon, War Machine. Speaking of Black Panther, did you guys catch the War Machine drop in there? Yeah, it was pointed out to me, but I caught. I it. thought, yeah. I just actually uh, watched a video that was pointing out every Easter egg, mm-hmm. and uh, Ooh, you gotta send that to me. They've actually said that that is not supposed to be Rhodey. What? Who's it supposed, supposed to be? Uh, they said um, because a they said the age is thirty five. He's much older than thirty five in That's the movies. True. Um, and what do they think it's supposed to be? There are some theories that it's actually the guy that uh, was in the armor. In Iron Man Two, that Justin Hammer uh, oh. <laughs> when the armor like jerked him, I was like, oh, <laughs> what a odd name drop. But all right. But yeah, I, I actually thought that was War Machine too. Yeah. But apparently they're saying that it's it's not yeah. War Machine. Don Cheadle is way too thirty five. Makes sense because I feel like the person would tell Doctor Strange like it's an Avenger, and he would probably fucking be all over that. <laughs> Because yeah. he was very, you know... Or maybe maybe it was disguised so that he wouldn't know it was an Avenger. Who knows? I mean, I don't know why it would. <laughs> Just kind of... I'm going to keep saying it's Rhodey. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of disappointed when I found that. When yeah. They said that too. Like I was like, I'm, oh... I'm kind of bummed out right now. I was like, I was hoping that it was, you know... I didn't hear that he was 35, so yeah. That makes sense, I suppose. Because, well, actually, I thought about it, too. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess... I mean, Don Chino doesn't even look like he's fucking 35. No, he looks like he's <laughs> 65. I mean, I don't look like I'm almost 30. That's true. I still look like I'm in my early 20s. Yeah, but he looks older. Yeah, he looks older than 35. Considerably. He looks like... He, I'm just saying things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> Stop poking holes in this! <laughs> the military life is, uh, has, has worn him down. It, 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 Brother, that is true. <laughs> I don't know personally, but I know a lot of military men, and they say it takes a wear on you. Especially if you're in a power armor. Mm-hmm. Especially if you fall from the sky at like... <laughs> from like a thousand 200 feet. 200 feet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still breaks my heart every time I see that scene. And your back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's probably what happened to my back two weeks ago. <laughs> Watched Civil War, and I was like, oh, oh, god damn it. So you guys don't, uh, you guys don't buy into the Thanos theory? Uh no. No, this is too reachy. This is this is not the Mickey Mouse house. <laughs> we're, we're not trying to spell things out here. But it is a Disney product. <laughs> it, it is. is. Fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Mickey Mouse house. T H A N O S. I would just like to say I'm Doomsday is here. <laughs> I'm I'm a little disappointed in myself because like I'm always quick to shut down. Rotten yeah, tomatoes. you are. <laughs> but when it supports a theory, I have. I know. I'm pretty quick to bring that. Up. I was. I was going to say that earlier. I was like, it's okay. I'll call myself out. <laughs> I was like, motherfuckers quoting Rotten Tomatoes right now. To you know what they it. say? Say something bad about yourself before they say it about you. That way, they leave you with nothing. Yep, that's yep. right. That's I have they... zero credibility. It's all right. <laughs> um, speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Doctor Strange is coming in at a whopping ninety percent, which is insane. It is. I actually, you know. And this shows you, like, how, like, not really excited for this movie I was. I didn't even, like, think about looking up reviews for it. <laughs> I didn't even... It was, like, the furthest thing from my mind. 
until after we had seen it, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll look that up. And I saw I was like, oh, holy shit. Um, so would you say that you went into this seeing the least of this movie that you have of any past movies? Any Marvel movie? Yeah. Yes. Any Marvel movie. Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> well, I don't... <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't see any less... I wouldn't say I, I didn't see any less or more than any other Marvel movie because I saw the previews. I saw TV spots. You know, I... I I, I don't ever, you know, ever since I stopped working at the movie theater, I don't watch clips of movies anymore. We're like, oh, two-minute footage from Doctor Strange or whatever. I, I don't even bother mm-hmm. with that stuff anymore. I would have to say that I've seen the least uh, from Doctor Strange. I had to. I don't think I've seen TV spots. No, I hadn't seen I any. I did. Um, I I've would... seen the trailers, which both of them, from my recollection, pretty much were had the same stuff in them. I actually hadn't seen any trailers. The only uh, spoilers things I got was that he was going to be very uh, quippy in it. Mm-hmm. And he was. It was too much for my taste. Quipzilla. Yes, he was. Um, Master of the Quiptic Arts. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I just, I, uh, I didn't go into it with a whole lot of expectations, which that is always very helpful. I talked about it with it's refreshing know, Force too. Awakens. It was... Amazing not going in with any mm-hmm. preconceived notions. Um, oh, you hadn't heard much about it? When I went and saw Force Awakens? Yeah. You, you no. Like, so you like didn't go on Facebook for a month well, or something? Well, because... <laughs> here's, the, here's the deal. You went, you went like opening weekend, though. I went two days after it opened. Because it opened on a Thursday night. And then you're like, hey, And then Facebook. we didn't go until Saturday night. Late uh-huh. Saturday night. Okay. And I knew at that point, I knew... I was like, shit. I was like... Han Solo dies. I'm gonna. I was like, I don't. I know there's gonna be shit going on, and and I already didn't know that much about the movie. I didn't know like who Ray was. I didn't know who Finn was. I didn't know the fate of Han Solo or Luke or Kylo Ren or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Because I don't know, because it's not based off of like a comic book or anything, or I'm just not gonna, not gonna actively seek uh-huh. things out. Actually, it, it improved my overall enjoyment of the movie. I think mm-hmm. I, uh, you just reminded me. I was going to tell you guys the next time I seen you that now that we are uh, far away from the release of Force Awakens, I have decided that at some point in the near future, I will sit down and give it another try. <laughs> there That's you good. Go. Um, because the, when I what you you remember. When I went to see it, it was like just I had a negative impact. Well, all, you lasted all over me. You went at a point where things had already been spoiled, uh huh, and that's like all anybody was talking about at that point. Yeah, and I couldn't get away from it. It was disgusting. Unfortunately, <laughs> like if if you're not tired of having fucking Star Wars shoved in your face, mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere anytime soon because yeah. now we have Rogue One coming out, and then we're gonna have Episode Eight next year, and then there's gonna be the Han Solo's movie the year after that. And it's we like, uh. Yeah. We're only what like how? Excuse me. <laughs> we're we're Why not that, make it make that noise again. We're not that far away from Rogue One though. <laughs> that that was me actually. Um, and I'm not seeing everything as much as I did with Force. You don't Awakens. see any Star Wars oranges yet. Not yet. Ooh, I miss those Star Wars. But oranges. they did do like Force Friday. That's true. At like Myers Targets. Where they release like all the new Star Wars merchandise for the next movie. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't seen any Star Wars water. 
See, like I feel like the the marketing for this one is not nearly as strong as Force Awakens. Wait till it's I, not. The Force isn't as strong in this one, <laughs> but it is. Um, actually, uh, it's not, is it? Yeah, there's not, not really. There's not gonna be many Force users in this one. No, just uh, Darth Vader from what we That's know. That should be pretty refreshing. Real quick, uh, back on uh, Doctor Strange. Back it up. Back, back it up. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> uh, I was telling Jeff about You got about the this. Bill Murray kingpin thing going on right now with yeah. your hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was telling Jeff about this. Uh, I was like perusing some of Don't the... Don't get Munson. Some of the reviews. <laughs> and I came across this one reviewer that uh, gave it a negative review. Oh, yeah. Which this, happens. Yeah. This but, guy. Let's hear it. Which I don't mind negative reviews. What bothers me with negative reviews, and, and I think I've said this before, is when people review things that you can tell they have no interest in. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're reviewing something and you already don't like it, why review it? Mm-hmm. Or why go see it? So anyways, the opening paragraph to this lovely review, hmm. and this is by Mr. Rex Reed. Um, porn, star. The porn star. Porn <laughs> star. <laughs> <laughs> Who says, uh, people who ask nothing more for their money than a lot of nerve-scrambling computerized special effects might get through Doctor Strange. Another in a long line of lengthy, stupid, and unbearable Marvel Studios <laughs> comic books on film. With minimal brain damage, everyone else will see through it for the two hours of gibberish it really is. And then there's another little expert. The main quote they use for the, re- uh, the review uh-huh. is, None of it makes any sense, but logic is the last thing any of the minds attracted to this kind of junk want or expect. I don't know. It seems kind of rude. And that kind of pisses me off because he's kind of insulting anybody who likes it. Yeah. Um, that's okay. That guy's Tinder profile has dust on it. <laughs> uh, but apparently he's a, he's, he is a top critic. He's a very renowned reviewer. And I always, anytime I see people like that, I like to go and like check out their like past reviews uh-huh. and see like what in like all of his movies, they're all like shit I've never heard of. Oh, okay. Name some. Uh, by Sydney Loom. Garbage. Bleed for this. Oh, that's a porn. Uh, I do recognize <laughs> Hex. I do recognize Hacksaw Ridge. Yes. Uh, coming through the rye. That is also a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Denial. That is a. Uh, That's a dark porn. Yes, that is a uh, fetish porn. Uh, Sully. That was the Tom Hanks movie. That was not a porn. <laughs> the light between oceans. I. The chil- sure childhood a of a leader. Like that, that was porn. <laughs> but it's all like you know, super you know, artsy bullshit. Yeah. It's just like. I don't know. I don't know why we wanted to bring this, this up. This motherfucker wears suspenders and a fedora, doesn't he? He's an older gentleman. He's an old guy. That, he, what, you're trying, he's trying to make me like, still take might. it easy? He still might wear suspenders. I don't know. Maybe. Holds Maybe. up his socks? But, uh, oh, those sock yeah. up holders? Like, if you're going to review a movie, like, don't fucking insult the audience of people that like it. Like, we're not, just because we enjoy it doesn't yeah. mean we're any less, uh, Individual, just because it's not a tour de force. He's just mad because he has to write reviews because social security is dwindling down. <laughs> no, um, now you made me sad. <laughs> yeah, our future is very lackluster. <laughs> Overall, though, that's why we like Doctor Strange. That's true. I love Doctor Strange. <laughs> it was enjoyable. I would see it again, and I'm gonna retire a phrase here because I've mentioned. I always said it about Guardians of the Galaxy. I said it about Ant Man. I said it about this. 
how this was going to be it. This was the this was the tough sell That's to Marvel. That's a hard sell, yeah. And they made this work. It has made staggering like eighty five million this mm-hmm. weekend. I think it's made uh, three hundred million worldwide. It's on its way to be just another smash hit, and I just after this, like I don't know anything else that Marvel could do wrong. I, I saw. I literally saw an article that said Marvel can do no wrong. When it was uh, the review for Doctor Strange, it's like, yeah, they're you know, I mean, like, it's a steamroller, it's a juggernaut. It is like they they found they found their they were lucky to find their footing early on, mm-hmm. and then they just said, you know what, this works. Let's fucking do it. Let's just I mean, keep doing um, this. I could agree that uh, they could have taken it in more bold directions, but I was not uh, displeased with the final result. I'm hoping, I have very high hopes for the sequel, now that they have gotten the origin story out of the way. I've got high And the fact that we got to see Dormammu <laughs> yeah. very yeah. vaguely, yeah. which also played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, although they, I thought they shot their wad a little early with uh, Dormammu. Well, they said that they didn't want to use his physical form. Mm-hmm. That's why he kind of they had uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's face fl- yeah. for it, uh, which kind of, it kind of remind me of uh, Schmo. Parallax. Oh yeah, in a Green Lantern movie. Yeah, it did. I didn't see that, so I wouldn't know. So, but I still, but done better. So, <laughs> go fucking figure, right? Marvel does something better than DC. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Um, in the uh, movies, not so much the comics at this current stage. Uh, very tr- actually, yes, very <laughs> true. But I can't wait to see like Doctor Strange interact with the rest of the. Ca- I can't wait to Guardians see his and- interactions with Tony Stark. That's what everybody can't wait. Like, can't wait for like Peter oh, Quill to interact with yeah. Yeah. Tony Stark. Can't wait for Rocket Raccoon to interact with Tony Stark. Let's basically let's just get the the ship. I can't wait away. to see uh, Groot interact with uh, Tony Stark. We we just can't wait to see everybody interact with Tony Stark. <laughs> Ro- Robert Downey see- Jr. just fucking is a tyrant. He just, he walks on the set and he's like, "This is my world." Yeah. I just can't wait to see them all come together and and save the world. Save the world. With Spider-Man. Save the universe. Fuck. Sa- save the galaxy. God, That's don't right. let me die beforehand. <laughs> wow, wouldn't that be a bitch? <laughs> you just walk into work one day. It's like <gasps> two, two weeks before the release of the first Infinity War, and all of a sudden you get struck by lightning. From and, Thor. And you that happens. And you do not. We'd be pissed. <laughs> and you do not turn into the Flash. I will haunt you. <laughs> I will haunt both of you. What did I do? I was about to say at the same <laughs> at the same time. Yes, um, I hope I get your legs. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's do it. Let's rate Doctor Strange. Let's on a scale, fall in love on a scale of one to ten. Uh, what would you give Doctor Strange, Jeff? I give it a strong uh, seven point five. Mm. I like it, Tony. Um. Because I felt that it was what the Matrix should have been, <laughs> I give it a strong 8.5. I like the Matrix. Um, I'm going to go with a solid 7. A solid 7. I, I, think I, was, it was, I was expecting to have the lowest trivia out of the three of us, too. It's me, too. Funny. I thought it was great. Um, by no stretch was it terrible. Uh, the only thing I can see it hap- happening with this is... After a couple more movies, I can see it kind of fading into the background a little bit. 
I can see like a, you know if it, we the get, character fading in the no the just the movie itself like oh. you look at a movie like the first Iron Man and in comparison to what we have now it just kind of looks like chump change oh the first Iron Man you know? still about my gra- okay wait so you talking about graphics wise no oh. just overall movie wise oh okay like it's gonna seem a lot less grand as things progress well, yeah I mean and every time you know, you get a sequel it's always bigger better yeah except for the iron man uh franchise except for the iron man <laughs> franchise you're right and the thor franchise except um, maybe we'll see like you know to me like you know uh you look at like uh, batman begins oh man that was a cool movie and then dark knight comes and just making it look like fucking chump change compared uh-huh. <laughs> so i can see that happening with dr strange where if the second yeah. one's that much better i'll be really happy yeah I, I see a lot of room for improvement and growing. I I I can share that fear and saying that like it would be similar to like the Thor movies where it's it's Dark World was kind of the same feeling as the first one. It didn't really escalate much. It kind of was just uh like in in a, in a, in, a, in a series of them, it's like a flat kind of thing, mm-hmm. where the second Doctor Strange could be the same way, where it's this epic, like galaxy threatening thing, and you know there's mirror mazes and weird things coming out of their hands and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm <laughs> I, I, I completely understand your fear. I'm excited though for the future of Marvel. Um, they can do no wrong at this point. Like I don't, I don't no see them slowing wrong. down. Yeah, like uh, I, you know, the quality hasn't lessened. I'm, uh... and the fact that Doctor Strange right now, I think, is like the fourth or fifth highest reviewed movie, and most of the movies that are in like the top five are of the past like year or two. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing them get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just staggering. Um, I think that'll do it for today's show. Uh, real quick, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Kapowcast, uh, Twitter, which is just at Kapowcast. Our Facebook is Kapowcast 2015. Our Twitter is at Kapowcast. That's what it is. Yeah. There you yeah. go, Billy. Instagram, which is just Kapowcast. Uh, and then also, most importantly, uh, check us out every Sunday on the Pod Bros Podcast Network, where we post all our new shows, and you can find all kinds of other content. We love them, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, until next week, I am Mike. And I am Tony. And I am Jeff. See you next time on Kapowcast.